Yo, 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 welcome to another edition of the TMI Podcast Season 2. I'm your host that's going to take you coast to coast while doing the most. It's a new year, hopefully a new you. I know a new me, but I still go by the name of Maverick Ice. This episode is brought to you by our partners at AAV Transportation. AAV AAV is your go-to for all your travel needs, not just some. Whether you're going from home to work, work to home, a last-minute trip to the airport, you need availability and reliability. They're just a phone call away. Search AAV Transportations in your local Yelp and schedule your ride today. Speaking of reliability, do you see yourself in a new home this year or looking to sell your current one because you're ready to take it to the next level? Sounds like you need Mr. Realtor. Mr. Realtor and his wife, Tanya, are responsible for over 100 houses sold right here in the upstate. Who else would you trust? I know who. Search New Level Realty and ask for Mr. Realtor. Finally, but definitely not least, have a new business or current one looking for new ideas, strategies, and techniques to set you apart in your industry. Well, you need a genius, as in genius partners. Genius Partners is a marketing and solutions company that has worked with some of the industry's best in real estate, fashion, music, gaming, art, just to name a few. Let them assist and you score. How? Easy by emailing geniuspartners21 at gmail.com and tell them why you need a genius. Well, first of all, let me say Happy New Year. Gotta say that because I haven't been on since last year. Just been busy, busy, busy. Gotta give a shout out to all my listeners, close and abroad. You all have made the TMI podcast the success it is and continues to be. We're in episode 19, no, 20 now, actually, in an audience around the globe. Five countries Puerto Rico, Germany, Kenya, Canada. Of course, we're rocking throughout the United States. I saw the numbers in Washington. Not D.C., but although I see you all, too. What I'm trying to say is we're global. I say we because it's no me without you. All of you are what made dreams come true and have brought this to fruition. I started this on my birthday back in 2020. So to witness the growth and appreciation of the art, I'm humbled and blown away. Speaking of growth, the journey continues When I started this, I wanted to establish a platform to learn, grow, and of course, be enlightened. All we're having a little fun. If we're going to have the responsibilities that go with life, may as well take time to appreciate the joy it brings. Speaking of joy, my guest in the studio today is not only their first time here, it's also the very first time we met face to face. Feel like we already know each other a little, but we're definitely going to after this much-needed episode, which I entitled "Mental Health Is My Wealth." A conversation with mental health advocate, sales extraordinaire, and expert in her field of bringing joy to the world, Miss Joy Jukucek. How are you and welcome to TMR Podcast. Thank you for having me today. I'm thrilled to be here and talk to you guys today. I appreciate you coming. I appreciate you finally, we us finally getting together. I know it's been a while, you know, we've been talking about this, but we finally made it happen. That's true. That's but, true. Uh, you know, good things take time sometimes. <clears throat> 
So, um, first of all, how are you? How, I'm how are doing things? great. I'm excited to be here and excited for the new year as well. So, happy new year to all of us. Yes, I know, right? 2022. <laughs> wow. We made it. Yeah, I know, right? That's the main thing. <laughs> it feels funny seeing that, but um, I'm excited that, you know, we've finally actually had the time to sit down and um, have the conversation that we're going to have. Uh, we may actually tell the story of how we kind of made this thing mm-hmm. happen. But uh, first of all, we, I want to talk about you. Um, want to go through a few of your credentials, you know, so you all know and uh, put some respect on Joy's name and her profession. Um, as you see, I have a few things highlighted over here, Joy. Uh, and I'm going to go through one thing. Uh, first, when I started my podcast, Miss Joy was actually is at Green Book TMS, right? Mm-hmm. And in 2020, you were seeing your quota on four quarters, all four quarters, at 125 percent. It's also awarded in 2020 183 percent growth in two territories. Yeah, we had a condition where we had to kind of scooch two territories together. So I kind of expanded what my original plan was going to be. And then we just had some transitions within the company. So I ended up taking um, Spartmer, Greenville, Asheville, uh, Columbia, and then went into Charlotte. So I kind of went into two states and then also just the different conditions that were on the planet at the time. So it was kind of an opportunity to connect with more people, which was actually interesting because at that time, um, all the businesses were more or less shut down, so I had to do a lot of work from home and kind of recreate how I was going to sell at the time. And that was interesting just because I'd been selling a certain way for, you know, close to 15 years. And so with that, you just kind of had to recreate who I was. So that was kind of a challenge, but also a neat way to expand myself. Mm-hmm. Wow, wow. I mean, I, I'm sure that was kind of challenging and kind of fearful at the same time. Having 100%. <laughs> Trust me, tell, some, take it for someone that's had to evolve from writing to podcasting and, you know, like I told you, in sales on, in real estate and all this stuff. It, it's, it's a transition, but it, it can be fun if, if you're creative, mm-hmm. you know. Um, Another thing, prior to that, I saw you were partnering with physicians and clinical and, clin- clinical and educational staff uh, with Gerber to assist with infant nutrition. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've worked in, in the infant nutrition, and that was interesting, um, just to learn about how many conditions there are with babies and how they um, digest their food and things, and that can really be a huge part, obviously, of a mother's experience because that the sleeping is all that matters. Absolutely. <laughs> and at that point, if food isn't you know digested appropriately, patients or the the babies don't do well. Yeah, I've been in healthcare for a long time, so it was a fun journey. But yeah, okay. Well, yeah, I was I was looking at that. I also saw you know at the end you also exceeded another quarter by 110 percent in cycle one, cycle two 142 percent. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, for someone that's actually in sales, you know we. You know, that's impressive. Yeah. Very impressive. Also says here, um, you're in, what was this? You increased territory in, in, from 1.2 million to over $10 million in sales 
in preventive care right here in Greenville, South Carolina. It's a myriad. That, yeah, that Maybe. is. Yeah, and it says you were you was focused on upstate of South Carolina and North Georgia. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, Myriad's a really neat company. They basically are able to. I was actually drawn to cancer prevention because uh, my father actually is a deceased, and he was a um, survivor of cancer for about eleven years. And when I when he transitioned, I found Myriad, and Myriad's a company that. Um, looks for genetic mutations that we're born with. So we can be born with a predisposition, and you can either be um, high for colon cancer or um, br- uh, breast cancer or ovarian cancer, and these things can be prevented in some ways by just starting um, some starting with prevention. So it might be getting a colonoscopy 10 years earlier than you normally would be recommended to, or a mammography or things like that. So just trying to set up platforms for patients who are not experiencing cancer, but they might be a young mother who can start doing some things to prevent it earlier. That is awesome. Mm-hmm. I mean, in, in my, in our, I would say, as a as a black man, I, I see that a lot. You know, uh, fathers and people actually older than my idols saying, "Hey, make sure you go get, you know, colon checked and all that stuff yes. like that, colonoscopy." You know, because it's it's. From what I've heard, is actually common in our in African Americans, you know. So especially males. So that's something that um that's something that definitely needs to be highlighted. Mm-hmm. So I, I, we definitely thank you for that. I'm gonna go to some of your education. It says that you were um, you actually graduated from Sanford University mm-hmm. out of Birmingham, Alabama, yeah. with a major in oh actually a bachelor of science in arts. Yeah. Okay, and you majored in business management, Spanish. Okay, and uh, you studied in the London Study Center, in the Studio International in Madrid, Spain. Mucho mm-hmm. bueno. <laughs> I actually t- studied a little Spanish back in high school. You know, my friends. I like to tell them, you know, I'm a, you know, I'm an expert. You know, um, in Espanol. You know, un poquito, un poquito. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I was, I was we were I was actually mentioning that I had a guest on Tony L. Brown, you know, author. That actually, we were talking about this prior to us getting on. He actually sent me his book. You know, I actually sent him my book also. He told me my book can't get him in trouble though. Oh. You know, because you know how my book's called. My first book was called All Men Tell Lies. And I said, <laughs> <laughs> so I told him I said, no, it's a love story, man. Just got to get past the title. <laughs> so, but when he sent me my book, he sent me his book I, with this implementing strategies for just kind of powering your day. You know, trying to make sure that you can kind of s- simplify your day from eight hours. Hours or four hours, like I said, mm-hmm. just just making sure that that you're being effective and not just saying you're working just because it's eight hours or whatever because we're mm-hmm. accustomed to. So I th- I think that's impressive, very impressive. Why Sanford University? <laughs> that's a good question. So when I um when I was in school, I got a flyer in the mail and I really didn't know where I wanted to go. And the Sanford sent me a, a postcard and they had this early I don't know early admittance and I was like. Well, okay. So we um, got in the car and drove to Birmingham, and I knew I wanted to go a little bit further out because a lot of people local kind of stuck in Clemson and things like that. But I wanted to go further out. My parents wanted me to, you know, encourage me to see how independent I could be. And mm-hmm. I checked out the campus, and it was beautiful. And mm-hmm. um, it had some of the things I was looking for, and just like a sorority or a pretty campus. And the um, the business management degree was really strong there. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, sure enough, I ended up going to the early admittance. So I knew in like February I would be going there, and it was just like a sigh of relief. 
relief to know, okay, I'm going somewhere. I don't have to worry about all these applications and all that stuff. So um, ended up being a good home for four years. And um, I did double major, which was, I mean, I look back and that was just like a crazy mistake. I had to get special um, permission to have extra hours. And I actually had a part-time job when I was employed at work as well. So it was like a lot yeah. But I did it. It was just a lot. Yeah, I did you it. did it. That's <laughs> the main don't, thing. You I don't recommend it. it for everybody, but you know. <laughs> but you accomplished it. So that's 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 huge. That's huge. I'm gonna get in a few of your accolades and accomplishments, just a few of them. Mm-hmm. Um Joy is a licensed yoga instructor. Mm-hmm. Those poor students of mine, um, we actually took a pause for the couple years because a lot of the yoga studios closed down in 2020, 2021. They haven't really reopened yet, so I'm still on pause. I've taught some privates, but yoga is a transformational experience. I'll say that much. But to be a trained yoga teacher, those teachers, um, we go through a lot to get to that space because um, mine was a it was a nine week course, a nine month course for one full weekend. So you'd work all week and then you'd go straight to this training mm-hmm. and talk about facing yourself. I mean, there were tears and sadness <laughs> and your body hurt because you had to do like yoga, I'd say two to six times in one weekend. And that's a lot on your body. Plus, you're purging your emotions at the same time. And and actually, I've, I actually found um, yoga through my father. After my father died, I found yoga and right before, but mm-hmm. basically he died and I had to uh, one month to um, start classes and training and I almost quit. I was like, I don't want to do this. I don't have time. I got to help my mom with the estate, blah, 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 blah. blah. And uh, my friend was like, no, you're doing it. You're doing it. You're doing it. And I did it. And it was the best decision I ever made, but it was hard because it was just like... Yoga teachers do a lot before they get to that place to teach people. I can say that safely. Wow. So, yeah, I have a them. colleague that actually, I think she, she does Pilates and yoga. And she, she's always telling me, you need to go to it. And mm-hmm. You would love it. And because I'm, you know, she know I was in um, coaching and things of that nature. And when I come to, when I'm actually in the office, you know, people ask me how the game went and stuff like that. And I tell them, you know, I'm tired because I was running with the kids and stuff like that. So it's it's definitely something that I'm intrigued about. I, I, I told her, I said, I don't want to jump in it because I, I think the first time I'm probably going to end up having to get transferred to the hospital because, you know, <laughs> the pain and everything that I'm going to be going through. But we'll, we'll, we'll see. But I, I think that's excellent, though. We're going to challenge our listeners to get started with some of that today, for Why sure, because that will be some good mental health massage. Um, I'll tell you, though, i got to say this about my males. Every time I go out and talk to people or just chit-chat casually, any age man always says the same thing. Oh, I could never do yoga. I can't right. touch my toes. And I'm like, wait a minute, time out, time out, time out. Are you able to breathe, sir? And they say yes. And I'm like, then that's all you need. Really? Yoga is just breath. You don't need to worry about all the positions and all that stuff. I think it has just this casted space of people's thoughts. And I just want right. to remind people today, hey, you can just breathe. If you can breathe, you can do yoga. Okay. But we'll talk breathe. about it today. If you can breathe, you can do yoga. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to take that with me. I'm going to take that with me. I also see you're a mobile meals volunteer. Yeah, that's through genetics. My mom is um, the assistant director at Meals on Wheels or Mobile Meals of Spartanburg, and that she started when I was in 10th grade. So 
I love it. I love what they do, and I certainly love delivering the meals of the people. But, you know, genetics sometimes pulls you into you know, fun I'm things. Sure. So I'm sure. <laughs> I don't I'm regret sure. it. It's just comical, you know. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that's cool. That's pretty cool. And I see Mary H. Wright volunteer. Yeah. That's it, that's the hospital, right? No, that's actually at an elementary school that's okay. local to Spartanburg. And they're okay. just kind of a, a school where we would go and read them a story and take them some um, treats because they're just not really um, – they don't have all the things that they need. Okay. Kids. Right. So right. we just that try to bring awesome. them a little bit. And I do do yoga with them. They're so cute. They love it. They wow. love it. Yeah. Wow. You know, I'm going to have to you know, <laughs> see if I can turn my daughter on something like that. We're trying to find some activities, you know, mm-hmm. to do together besides just her wanting to go shopping. That's a great way because you're serving and the kids, they just walk up and give you hugs. I mean, really? you just get love when you walk oh, in, yeah. you know. That's pretty cool. And they're so grateful. I, wanna, I thought it was on Mary, was it Mary Wright Hospital? Um, right you're right. That sounds familiar. Yeah. Mary Black's in Spartanburg. Maybe, Maybe that's, thinking like, that. that's I'm thinking mm-hmm. of Mary Black because yep. I know my daughter used to go there a lot when, like, when she was younger and they always have her appointments there. So yeah. that's what I'm I thinking about. Yep. That's what I'm thinking about. Yeah. Okay. Um, just a few more things. I'm going to throw out there. You were, um, you won an award for Women Inspiring Life Alone Leadership for Women on the Move. Oh, yeah. That was a good one. Um, my company was good about acknowledging women and trying to just help move them, facilitate, and help them expand. So we had a couple programs to help do that. So that was a good, actually, inspiring day for me, which has led me to here. So that's good. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I love those things. Definitely. <laughs> I see you were president of the Red Shoe Society at the Ronald McDonough House. I was. That was a journey. You have to tell me more about that, because I have a story about the Ronald McDonough House. You do? I do. Oh, Ronald McDonough House is so good. We had started, like, a little... Um, uh, a young professional group, so it was just okay. 40 and under, and um, it was just essentially a way for us to um, continue to support and create awareness, so we did lots of programs and helped um, just increase awareness. That's a really good, and we decorated their house at Christmas, so that was nice because the families couldn't go home because right, we right. were caring for their um, their loved ones in the hospital, mm-hmm. and so they loved having the house decorated just because, um, you know, a little sense of home, even though Absolutely. they're far away from Absolutely. that space. Let me tell you a quick story about that. When I was, I think I was maybe 13, 12 or 13, my appendix burst. Oh my. Yeah, so I was actually, we were living in Anderson, South Carolina at the time. Went to the hospital, do some negligence of a doctor or whatever. Mm-hmm. I ended up having to get transferred to Greenville. Oh wow. And through the grace of God, a great nurse was kind of informed my mother, like, hey, we got to get him out of here. So they transferred me to Greenville and went to the Greenville Hospital Children's Hospital and all that. During that time, my mother was out of work and all that. So the Ronald McDonald House kind of took over and helped us out because I ended up having to stay in the hospital for like three weeks. And of course, my goodness, mother, yeah, I know it. It was very his sepsis or something like that. No, this was my, this was me and this was me and my mother. You but know, but I mean, like your appendix burst, so I bet you just got really sick from oh, that. Oh yeah, because of the long yeah. time. And, it, and um, at that time, the doctor, he, from what I was told, because I was younger, yeah. and it was a lot of malpractice at the time. He just kind of just didn't know what was didn't know what was going on with me. Right. So once they got me to Greenville, they ended up, and this was years ago. Dude, you're talking about maybe 1990 or mm-hmm. something like that. 
the medical and everything was told the advanced everything's advanced since then of course but back then you know they had to do the surgery I had to heal I ended up having to learn how to walk again and all that stuff I was oh my in, goodness yeah I was I was in the bed and but the Ronald McDonald house was sitting over like the Ninja Turtles and um, you know all the all the like popular characters of course Ronald McDonald and all them they were they were sending me like to the games and they they brought so much stuff to me and made me feel so that welcome so my mom you know got to stay there and they they were tremendous I really didn't even want to leave you know uh, <laughs> it was That's so awesome. yeah so it means a lot to me you know to see something like that I've I volunteered a few times you know taking calls for for them when they do the um you know the um, fundraisers or the telethons and stuff like that I recently helped with um one of the um, gaming um owners he actually did uh like virtual reload he was actually one of my partners also when with this podcast when we first started where they hosted a whole gaming where people donated money and guys and girls were playing games all throughout for 24 or i think it was actually throughout the weekend that's awesome so that was a way for us to raise money we raised thousands of dollars so it was pretty cool so just to see something like that and know you were part of that you know we kind of got some history yeah um Last and not least, you complete the Spence Half Marathon. Oh, my word. I, I did complete a half back marathon. I think that was the last time I ever ran, too, because after that, <laughs> I, thank goodness I found yoga. But I nearly died. I mean, I admired people that can do that. Mm-hmm. But, like, I literally would have to do my long runs on Saturdays. And I would right. go home to my house, and mm-hmm. I would, like, just get in the shower and sit there for, like, an hour just with the water running. Mm-hmm. And I would be so tired. I couldn't even eat. I mean, running was not for me. That's all I can say. Right. I did it. Right. You and did and it. just so you know, people will probably not know this in our listeners, but the Sphinx Run has this really long grade. It's probably in the middle of it. It's up a very um, pretty well-known, I just can't remember the name of it, mm-hmm. um, downtown slow grade hill. Mm-hmm. I swear to you, it's an eternal hill because I think I died. Right. I'm still here somehow, yeah, but yeah, I mean. <laughs> Joy, you've made it. you made it through. Now, so I admire all those half marathon <laughs> runners. I've done a few of the walks and, and runs. I have nearly what you've done. Not, not even close to it. I'll I'll walk and then I may jog and then you know I'll finish. I'll complete it, but uh, not running through all the way through. I'll, I'll complete the one like we did one for Verizon. I've done a few um, the last few years before the whole pandemic that they do. Um, What's the uh, cancer for breast cancer? And mm-hmm. They do the, the big one. Yeah, the Susan D. G. Kind of yeah, one, yeah, yeah. So I had a friend of mine. Her sister, she lost her sister to that, mm-hmm. and um, you know, it's something that she puts on every year. We try to go out there and ask your support. So that's good. That's, that's pretty cool to see that you you're involved in that. Um, I also say we saw we have a little work history. You know, we got work oh, history. Yeah. You know, we both worked at Wind Street. <laughs> you know, you were when they were New South. Yeah, I they see. were New South. Yeah. yeah I I was one of the first people they hired early on, and really, yeah, it was that was my very first job interview. That guy hired me, Johnny Hogue. I couldn't believe he took me on. I was this little person, uh-huh. and I mean, he took me on, and I was like grateful. And then, like a month later, they said we need somebody in Charlotte. Will you go to Charlotte? And I said sure, because I was in Greenville at the time. Right, but right. they had just opened, so headquarters were downtown and mm-hmm. all that. And yep, then, that's um, why I worked at that. Yeah, isn't that funny? Yeah, but um, that was when internet was just getting started and businesses, and I mean, that was a long time ago, mm-hmm. but. That that was a big rush of stuff, but yeah, trust me, I, I was I was on the IT side, you know, 
nerd. So I got to see everything from Voight to how they start transitioning to yeah. the internet and all that stuff like that. So I saw the whole transition. So Windstream is a big, big part of my journey. You know, I started writing when I was at Windstream. Really? Yeah, yeah. So a lot of those people up there, you know, were um, my first supporters of my book you know my <laughs> author journey that's right? awesome yeah so windstream's a big part of me so when i saw that i was like oh, <laughs> we enjoy we, we we definitely gonna have a great conversation it's funny that that job taught me a lot though um in the next the two jobs i had were telecom the first two jobs out of school and i remember being like we would just unplug people's phone service i mean that was just the time that was how it worked because the the vendor the pbx which is the brains behind the phone system right. would not be programmed right and there was just a lot of niches and stuff and Oh my goodness, I'd have to call my customers and be like, I'm sorry, your phone service is out. I know you can't receive calls from your customers right now. I'm yeah. so humbling. I felt like <laughs> such a fool, but I learned a lot of just like how important it is to like show up and fall on your sword and fall on your sword. Even if it's hard, your customer still wants to hear from you and give them an update. Even if it's bad news, they just want to know because they want to know they're not forgotten. Absolutely. So. I was one of the ones that was fixing those oh you were the repairman yeah i was grateful for you yeah you know i would be the one that would call yeah you know when it's gonna get it back up that's why i need to know (laughs) i'm working on it right now so (laughs) (laughs) so i went through all that so that's pretty cool that me and you have some history on that too so and and the funny thing like i said this is our first time actually meeting and um we actually had I, i just did a random call to joy um, one day after coming from one of our uh, campuses in Spartanburg, and um, it was a, a receptionist named Joy, and she was helping me like get all my access and stuff. And I was like, I remember Demetrius kept telling me about you, and I was like, he gave me your information. I said, you know what, I'm gonna call her today. Yeah. And after what, like 25, 30 minutes of uh, phone call, we agreed to come on the show, yeah. and we, you know, we're here now. But <laughs> I was like, wow. We're gonna have a great show, you know. We had a lot of comment in there, and then you sent me your information. I was like, okay, yeah, it's it's amazing how the universe aligns. Yes, it does. And that was your reminder seeing the girl's name tag. I know, right? You know, so Mm -hmm. that was that was pretty cool. Mm -hmm. That was pretty cool. So you know, this is just feel your credentials. I mean, I want I want my um, listeners to hear from you. So tell us. Who Joy is and why you got into mental health or why mental health? Oh, mental health, yeah. Well, the biggest thing was um, with yoga, I feel like yoga really taught me. I, I went, how I got into yoga was actually pretty interesting because at the time, I remember just a casual friend of mine saying, we should go to partner yoga, da da da, da And I was like, I'm not doing that. I was resistant. And then it was, the, it was coming on the new year, and I was like, I'm going to try um, I've heard that yoga is good for you. And at that time, I was really super intense, always stressed out. My job was driving me crazy. You know, you have a piece of paper with a resume on there that says that I'm all these things, but like you have to also measure how happy am I living this intensely. And so I just remember something kind of triggered and was a reminder to say, you know, check out yoga. So it was a new year. I said, I'll try this. I, if I feel a shift at all, I will stick with yoga. I said, I will do it for um, four weeks, one month. And I'll do it at least three to four times a day or three to four times a week. And if it um, pans out, I will stick with it. So it was January 1st. I went to that first free class 
and it ended up just um, being really, really good. It was actually the teacher ended up being a good mentor for me, which is you know, it was a very strange coincidence. I met her, but anyway, um, I did it, and within within the first week, I was like, I felt like a brand new person, and that wow. is an amazing high. And so I'm like, you 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 get it, and there's just there's nothing else like it out there. There's not, and so after that, I was completely changed. Like I learned, you know, it was a step by step process, but I did learn that it really did create peace for you, and it was a confidence within you that no one can take from you because you're basically tapping into who you are within that joy within that peace within and so um that kind of took its own thing which it turned into a whole bunch more than just a yoga class and a yoga teacher um but then um i was always interested in people feeling good you know because yoga makes people feel good you watch them transition and so eventually um i was at gerber and um, a friend of mine had told me about Greenbrook, and they were like, we just, they just, um, you know, someone just quit that was in the area. Would you be interested? So I checked into it. But um, one of the things I really liked about it was a more of a holistic approach. So being in mental health, like, um, if we can try to get people to step within themselves and find out who they really are, um, they can kind of begin to start the healing process within. And so it, since it's a holistic approach, essentially people can be on pharmaceuticals, but you know, this is a different way to kind of tap into um, healing. Yeah, so mental health is just important, and I feel like yoga was kind of the first step for me to find it, and so I've been very big on other people finding it. So when I started teaching classes and trying to get more people to come to classes, and you watch that in people, how they shift in one hour, and they love it. They get excited, and so the same is true with this, too. Oh, wow. I, I know, like I said, I've, I, from speaking of, you know, a few people that's actually done yoga, they, they have that, that whole that whole mindset like it's like they're at a peace and they love going when I think of yoga I'm thinking the whole stretching <laughs> the and pretzel yeah the pretzel and what's the little machine thing that you guys be <laughs> leaning over I'm like what in the world I'm yeah. like there's no way that I'm gonna be able to get up off of that and my males are the happiest students I have so you really? it's really funny how you and I feel like males do kind of have that strong tendency to feel like no, I can't do it, you know, but wow. I mean, my I'm men, they're just, compliant. If anything, I just feel like I'm probably going to be the one that everybody's laughing at, you know, no. just because I'm going to be like, over <laughs> and, you know, I, I can't get up. You know how people say, you're falling, you can't get up. I feel like I'm going to be that guy, you know. <laughs> but you know, as great as if they are laughing, they're laughing with you, which everybody right. needs more laughter, right. and that's, that's contagious. True. And then the second piece is no one's going to laugh at you because they're like, I've, I've been there. Everybody's been there. We've all been there. Right. We've all had bad days we've all fallen we've all had yucky moments or we we, we could touch our toes yesterday we can't today wow you know we all <laughs> okay, have that okay you know? okay so it's, it's more there of a to group heal thing. you yeah, yeah it's great okay. and we and we support each other i remember when my mom went for her first class i was her teacher you okay. guys she was a belligerent soul okay. and so she shows up and i don't really try to recruit her but i want her to be there because i know it's not really her style and there's like you have these tools like blocks and straps and i was like handing her a block and she throws the block and i'm like you, you know it was just funny to watch because now she likes the block. But people, really? when they get there, they're so, I don't want people looking at me. and mm-hmm. But nobody's looking at you. They're right. glad you're there. We want to share. It's a community space, you right. know? Right, right. I've, I've received <laughs> the text from, um, forget the one of the um, teachers, because I think somebody recommended me. And I've just been so busy with coaching and stuff like that. It was just 
I just hadn't had the time on the weekends and stuff to get there. Oh, yeah. And um, and I work like crazy hours, so yeah. it's it, you know you got to be able to be there, right? I know. And um, and they're like, man, you know, you go to the first one, it's free. You know, it's gonna be you, you're gonna love it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, if I go and I get you know in there, I want to be at least committed. Like, anytime I do something like you gotta the be podcast, all in. gotta be all in, you know. So I said, let me start, you know, kind of schedule some time or freeing up some time once I get it everything completed that I'm trying to do um, you know I'm definitely interested in trying to something like that and hopefully some of our listeners yeah you know, I mean if anybody's interested in yoga there's options now so I'd go on if you don't have time like it sounds like he doesn't have time right mm-hmm. you can go online and do YouTube videos anytime I recommend if you're kind of starting out you can try yin yoga which is Y-I-N and try yin yoga because that's a very gentle approach yoga mm-hmm. and I'll tell you it is a way of just really softening the body and you feel like you're not doing anything, and then later you're like, I feel like a million dollars. And it's because you hold poses longer, but they're more gentle. And obviously, a beginner yoga class, you can go online to YouTube and look for that too. There are plenty of them. And you can even look for ones that are a certain duration of time that you have. Like if you only have 10 minutes, 10 minutes is better than no minutes, you know, because if you, you have time to breathe, just hop in something on YouTube and just watch that. Um, and I had a hard time getting into yoga too because my job was a bit demanding. So I found a 6 a.m. class and that worked out for me to actually set the day okay. for a great start. But you know, if you have time out there, just go onto YouTube in the mornings or in the evening, one of the two, and just try to see if you can just start. Just okay. start, you right. know? Now, sometimes that's all it means. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's all it takes to start, just the beginning, beginning. And then you, mm-hmm. you can kind of flow from there. The hardest part is that, I believe. Mm-hmm. You know, so mm-hmm. I think that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I think that's pretty cool. Yeah. So, you know, I'm, I'm, I, you were putting on here about what is available as far as, you know, out there for For, for mental health? Yeah. Or for yoga? Yeah. Oh, well, mental no, which health. One? For mental health, I, I'm looking at mental health statistics that you have yes. on here. So what what's available out there and what what's Joy's definition of mental health? Okay. Yeah, so I'm going to tell you a few statistics first, and then we'll talk about some things that are available for, like, solutions. And then, obviously, we're going to do a few change of habits that you can try. Mm-hmm. Um, so, essentially... Um, we are increasing in depression. That's that's pretty obvious since, like, for two years we were kind of lacking connection, living in a great deal of fear, feeling um, a little bit vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Um, and that un- that uncertainty kind of has led us to people to feeling um, a little bit detached. But this event has kind of transitioned all age groups. From what I've understood from my mental health clinicians, it's actually affected children all the way up through older people because older people are used to seeing and having visitors that may have been impacted. Um, so, you know, we have pharmaceuticals that are available to people, um, but one of the things is, is like people may experience plateaus or they have a lot of side effects or maybe um, someone's pregnant and they can't really take any medications. So that can be kind of frustrating. So I was going to share with you one of, one of the options that's out there um, to everybody and then also the options that you can do just on a daily basis to see if we can change habits. Does that sound good? Do you right, guys want to go through that? Absolutely. Um, so with Greenbrook TMS, which is my current employment Mm-hmm. Um, we are actually a place where people can refer themselves. It's essentially a safe, gentle approach for patients who have experienced de- depression that maybe have changed medications twice. Mm-hmm. So two times is the minimum. And they've got no a result, no results, so they're just frustrated. Right. And this is a local, safe, gentle approach that essentially is durable. So over time, um, you, you're you not going to see the backwards um, 
that can happen sometimes with some pharmaceuticals. Mm -hmm. So we have centers, Greenbrook TMS has centers in about, um, we have about like around 150 centers and we're in 16 states. The easiest way to kind of see where we are is to go online with Greenbrook TMS and just so you know what that is, it's the color green and then Brook, which is B-R-O-O-K and then TMS is, TMS actually is T as in Tom, M as in Mary, S as in Sam. But it stands for transmagnetic cranial stimulation. So essentially, it's just an MRI-grade magnet we put on the left side of the brain. It's a gentle approach, so it's not anything scary. And we just pulse this magnet through people's brain where we have a mood disorder space. And that can help open up those channels. If you don't go to the gym, right, your brain, your muscles start to atrophy. Or if you're not walking, your, your muscles atrophy. Well, that's kind of how the brain works. So over time, if we kind of stay a little bit sad too, 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 too long, it ends up that our brain atrophies. And so this allows for those channels to start being opened up with this magnet. And um, people start to feel better. Their, their sleep comes back. They start to feel, and it's actually a six-week um, treatment, which sounds like a long time, but most of our patients, once they get started, they don't want to stop. They actually like it. Right. And they love seeing their you know technician each day, taking care of them and talking to them, and it gives them kind of that sense of going out and doing something each day. Mm-hmm. Um, but essentially, it's it's got a really strong response. It's about a 60% response and a 41% remission. So it's about twice as effective as medications. Okay. So. A lot of times people can go on it and they can maybe taper their medications or they can get off of them. There's a lot of different options for patients depending on how their outcome is. But what's nice is it's just a very gentle approach. It's just like I just want to make sure people understand it's not ECT, which is um, the... Um, seizing of the brain or shock therapy which is out there that's also an option for patients too right and they're both good I just you know people can get videos on YouTube about Greenbrook TMS if they want to learn more Um, so what did I miss on any of that you have questions about that no I mean I'm enjoying just enjoying hearing you tell tell me more about it and of course my listeners um one thing I, I, I did want to see, and I did look at one of your videos, mm-hmm. you know, from one of your patients that actually is a, um, that's actually at Green Book TMS, mm-hmm. and I, I love the young woman's story. Mm-hmm. You know, it looks like she was in a tough spot, in a mm-hmm. tough space, and you guys, you know, like doing your therapy and your your, your healthcare, it looks like she is in a, a definitely in a, in a um, better space, and she was mm-hmm. very, you know. Um, I would say intrusive um, about like what she went through. Yeah, you know, I, her I story is yeah, good. Yeah, I love her. And her, story. if you want to check that one out, it's YouTube. Um, go on to YouTube, do Greenbrook TMS, and type in Greenbrook TMS Marie Marie Claire or Mary Claire M A R Y and then Claire, and it's it's two minutes and fifty seconds. It's not very long. Yeah, it's not. Long, it's a good you, story. It's a great story. You know, um, I, I, when I saw it, I was like, oh wow. You can definitely tell when someone is actually has been through something and is transitioning. Yeah. And I love seeing, you know, um, authenticity mm-hmm. with stuff like that and people being vulnerable. You know? Yeah, vulnerable. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, the vulnerable. secret. Yeah, it really is. So, And I will tell you, I want to tell you too, I didn't say this. If people want to call, they can refer themselves. So you can call 855 855- Four nine four four eight six seven, and we offer a free consult. So you can call yourself and see if you feel like you're a candidate, and we will um, help screen you and evaluate you. It is not anything that you have to have a physician for. Wow. Just if you've had two medical, um, two pharmaceutical changes in meds with 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 resistance and didn't have your relief that you wanted, whether it's um, with um, depression, we can help with that. So it's eight five five four nine four. 
4867. And again, tell them Joy sent you, though, okay? So don't forget tell to say Joy. Joy sent you. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Love it. I, I love it. So where would you say that um, that um, that separates Green Book TMS from yeah, the alternative the options. Alternative yeah, options. the um, the biggest thing about Greenbrook is is the patient experience. Um, okay. They are we just I would call it kind of a boutique environment where we want them to feel welcomed. Right. And a lot of times, what I found is my patients don't go because they are depressed, and of course that makes total sense. They don't really want to leave the house. Maybe they haven't showered lately. They haven't mm-hmm. been sleeping well. They don't want to see people, or they've been just kind of inside more. Mm-hmm. And I always say to my clinicians, please just ask them to step into the facility one time. Because once people make that first step, they'll be like, I like it here. I liked her. She, My technician was so sweet to me, and she was welcoming. And we want them to feel that. So we, And we're open 7 to 7, too. So, like, if someone wants to go to work, I mean, after they have their treatment, they totally came since there's no anesthesia involved, and they can do their own. But the point is, is, like, we want them to feel like they're, they matter. Because that's what people need right now. They, they definitely mm-hmm. need Wait, The pandemic, I've noticed that people... Like you said earlier about people are used to having visitors, people family, you know, are having um, traditions where they're meeting for Thanksgiving or whatever, you know, maybe it's just simple as just a family dinner or something like that in this pandemic has everybody's gonna went through it everybody's gonna went through or feel some kind of you know impact of a loss or or yeah. just not even able to do some of the normal things that people are accustomed to doing mm-hmm. you know businesses have, have impact so when you think of um like green book tms i'm sure people can be have anxiety about hey you yeah. know um if does this make me feel like um something's wrong with me yeah. or is this is this something that is like a stigma do you do you see things like that oh I love that you asked that so interestingly enough um I have not been in mental health I've only been in mental health for two and a half years but mm-hmm. um I've been in healthcare forever so I worked in the operating room and things like that mm-hmm. but the stigma was much different when I was there than when I've been in mental health mm-hmm. so a great example of that was I was actually out at a party uh last weekend and I saw an old friend of mine I haven't seen in years and years and years mm-hmm. and um we were out socially in the in the big you know group of people and um he was all chitter chitter chattering about my job he's like how's your job you know da 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 and then he was really just very i guess you'd say just had the mask on the party mask on Mm -hmm. and then later we ended up running back into each other at the evening as the evening progressed and we were kind of back behind the scenes because we're kind of employees or whatever and he was standing next to a table and he's like so you're in mental health and i was like yeah i'm in mental health and he's like well, and he started telling me the story about his daughter. And it was amazing just to watch how people do have a stigma. They're scared to talk about mental health. Mm-hmm. And it's and I never knew it existed till I got in this job. And now that I share this is where I'm walking with my path and my career. People are very open to talking to me about it. And it's, it's helped soften me to help realize how much it's relevant now. But... People need to realize that you matter and that, yes, you are not alone. It is so much more common than we realize. It's it's one in three people that have either know someone or are affected by depression, and it's more now, I believe, than it was because they've done some more clinical studies recently that are showing it's on the rise. So, yeah, there is a stigma, but people need to realize we all are broken, all of us. There's nobody alone in this space. We are all broken. We all are scared to be vulnerable. We're scared to share our things. But what what's funny about the story about the fella is, is just that he 
he didn't want to share that, you know. Right. But what's funny is in that gigantic room, I'd say most of those people probably know somebody. Oh, sure. And the more I talk to people, the more I'm like, gosh, it's everywhere. I, w- I did a dinner the other night. All the waitresses were talking about it. And I'm mm-hmm. like, people are scared, but they shouldn't be. So, like, we want to empower people to realize they can talk about it. Right. One thing I do believe what the pandemic brought was people are seeing that, hey, we're all the same when it comes to this. Like, you know, I feel like when I was growing up, when people, um, when people had, it was a stigma like, hey, if you have something going on or like, if you're, you know, they have the stigma like you're crazy and stuff like that. Yeah. But as you start to, as time has evolved and the times have evolved, people are a lot more open, a lot more um, considerate, you know, with people's feelings about how they're feeling and how their day is going and, yeah. you know, how you're actually doing. That's one of the first things I always ask people, how are you? You know, yeah. how are you doing? I went through my own kind of mental health <laughs> cr- um, crisis back in 2014. I lost my mom and I saw, I, I, I was able to go through, well, was it, I didn't personally wanted to go through it but I went through my own cycle of just seeing like okay I'm going through a cycle of things because mentally I was not in the same space you know I was not able to take time to like for um you know mourn and a lot of people was like you know because I was one of those people like hey I had to take take the responsibility take care of things and all that that because that was my mom and um you know from a um from a son standpoint, I was never able to grieve, and because I was having to, yeah. you know, keep going and make sure all the things, the businesses, everything that was taken care of. And that during that time, I didn't realize that that set me apart. I found myself not at work, and just it, it just sent me through a cycle of depression. And you know, the person I'm used to going to, of course, was not there. Fortunately, I have a strong circle of people, circle of friends and family, I feel like, that really stepped up. But I also went through a cycle of choosing the wrong relationships and things of that nature. That's the reason kind of with the book, when I wrote my book, and it was like more therapeutic than anything. Then I started seeing the impact of people reading my story. Then it turned into the podcast. People wanted to hear more of like the journey I'm going through because they can relate to me through either my book or just knowing me through business or whatever and I was like how can I expand my reach how can I share something that I feel like my audience and people that's new or you know that's been listening can grab and actually take with them whether it's just a quote or maybe it's just a story like we're, yeah. we're sharing or this this whole episode do yoga yeah. you know um i think this is something that is going to be so beneficial where people can sit back and like hold hold on joy is actually sharing stories about you know uh, patients that's actually been at Green Book TMS mm-hmm. that's actually come through and seeing breakthrough yeah. I have friends that's going through depression and stuff like that yeah. and I can't only give them you yeah. know so much advice because I'm like yeah. I can tell you my story but your story and my story is different mm-hmm. you know and sometimes you need uh, someone that's actually far more um, evolved 
myself or spirits mm-hmm. that I am. I'm just, yeah. you know, someone that wrote a few books. I've experienced a lot, but I also want to actually be around professionals that know what they're doing and actually can give them and relate information that they can use. Yeah, so, I agree with that. I, I, I think it's awesome. Okay, so tell me some things that you feel like people need to avoid, you know, when it comes to all this crazy stuff yeah. that's going on with the pandemic. Yeah. Like, I, like one of the things I'm going to tell you real quick, mm-hmm. I, I turned off social media. Congratulations. I had to turn off social media because it was only one, that was the only, that was one of the biggest things that was like the turn off things and goals that I wanted to complete. Yeah. And it really just kind of deterred, deterred me. But it, it was with fear because I was like, I had business, bus, and yeah. all these things that I'm marketing. But I said, like, you know what? I think me, my, my gift is more um, face-to-face, talking to people, and actually growing through that route, not just posting and things like that. And, yeah. I, was, and I said, once I actually um, accomplished my goal in sales and things of that nature, maybe I'll start transitioning back. But I was like, the following I had, I said, I need to start transitioning and start doing more work behind the scenes. Is that? And did you notice you- a change in your life when you unplugged from social media? <sighs> Absolutely. What did you notice? I noticed one thing that I'm at a peace. I'm able to get a lot more done. I'm not on my phone like like I was. I, you you don't realize how much you spend looking at yeah. you know Facebook and Twitter, Instagram, all those things and unnecessary things that you where you could be utilizing that to write or or you utilize to you know whatever you're doing in your day. You I, I, I saw my productivity expand tremendously. You know exponentially. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, know, I, I, I've noticed that. So that's one of the things I did. You tell me yeah. some things. That and I have some assignments that are coming later for everybody to kind of challenge. But I'll tell you, that's a really good um, example of everything that you need to do. So the biggest thing that um, you need to do is what are you ingesting? What What is it that you're ingesting? Because there is a plan for social media. Social media wants to ingest fear. And as long as they have fear, they kind of have this way to kind of, I don't know, manipulate the masses, for better words. But essentially, if you are ingesting healthy food, you feel good. Now, I'm not saying everybody doesn't need to um, ingest certain types of whatever, because we all want to enjoy life. You know, Absolutely. we want sugar, but you know how much, right? <laughs> but the thing is, what are you ingesting? So what are you ingesting is um, in your health space? What are you ingesting in the conversations you're having? Is the person that you're speaking to right now, are they, um, are they pumping you up? Are they lifting you up? Are they speaking unkindly? Are they talking about things that are positive? And then ingesting, what are you ingesting with the, your time, like you're talking about writing? There are, you have a purpose in this life. Each one of us has a purpose. We are meant to experience and if you are on your cell phone if you are watching tv constantly if you're on social media that is pulling you away that is slowly pulling away the time that you have on earth because we have a finite group of time here that we can actually expand who we are and there you you you're you, you're called to do that there's no question mm-hmm. um and then what are you ingesting in your work like are you ingesting too much time on email like there is a life balance and you are meant to you know work we're meant to do a lot of things but I'm big on, um, I've also noticed too, like competitive participation, like another thing social media does is it creates competitiveness between people, like whether, who knows the most, things like that. Mm -hmm. Um, But you notice too that your cell phone kind of takes you away from the present moment. Like how many times you see people and you'll be out and you're in a restaurant and two people are on their cell phones and I'm like, y'all are on a date. Like, are y'all talking or what are we doing here? Unless they're fighting, no. You know what I mean? (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, But, you know, you're not in the present moment. So connection. 
And I, I wrote this down today. It was one of my notes. I was like, how many times do you hear girls saying that they're going to go on a spa weekend with their little robes and get their massages and their facials and they're going to watch the news? I mean, when have they all gotten together and paid all this money to watch the news? Nobody watches that. They, you're there to enjoy nature and enjoy laughing and, mm-hmm. you know. Right. And there's no question that, like, that is taking you away from connection. And I think fear is what has caused everybody to kind of start, you know, um, watching it more, you know, because it, we, we really had so much uncertainty about the present moment, right? Absolutely. Um, but ingestion of food and conversation and relationships and how you're ingesting your time, like what are you spending your time doing? Right. Um, and see, you really are inclined to do the writing, and there's a lot more to it. Um, but I want to give some other things. Can I do some yeah, other assignments? Absolutely. I'm, so I'm I, 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 um, I love the fact we talked for a second. I didn't have this started, but this is really good. Volunteering is the secret. Volunteering is the secret. Um, when I talk about, um, like, when I was working in the Red Shoes Society, I didn't really get to always hear about the story. I knew that the, the Christmas decorations were making people feel good, but I didn't hear about the story like what you just shared about what that meant to you, the things that they did for you. Um, because I was working on the business side of just trying to recruit members, and that takes away from what's really happening. When my mom would randomly assign me to go deliver meals, I would roll my eyes, but then I'd get there and I'd always come back crying, or I, sometimes I couldn't do it because it would be hard like to see somebody else's life like that. Right. And so you, we are so... When you're on your cell phone, you're comparing yourself to others. When you're on your, when you're in your car driving to take someone a meal that doesn't have a meal to make for themselves, they don't have family that can make them food. That will humble you to realize, you know what? I've got the greatest life, and it's not about competitiveness. It's about realizing like God's love. You know, like you have to see love there. And so um, that I just believe in volunteering. And we were talking a little bit about your daughter doing, you know, getting involved with schools and things like that, right? right? Anything that you can do to connect to another human being and just realize that they need you, right. that's a good, like, it's very good mental health. Absolutely. You know? It kind of humbles you. Yeah, it really does. I'm, I, I believe I'm a, my mother was a, 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 a person of service. She, she believed in, you know, serving others, helping others, because we, in a lot of, we grew up needing people to help us. Um, you know, fortunately, we didn't have the food thing, but we definitely went through a, a, a a transition where we were homeless and where we had to find a place to stay and all that. Just she was a single mom, and I, I, I actually stepped up and started working when I was 14 and just just helping her out. And I've always been that person. And you know, anytime that things go, you know, would fall astray, I would step up. I, it was just what I was taught to do. And during that time, I needed others to step up, and I had to allow that to happen. And during, I was fortunate, very fortunate, that I had the right people. That Support. Really, yeah, it, 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 it's, it makes a huge difference. And I love what you said about, you know, being off your phone and being present. It's a lot of times that you, like you said, you're on the phone at dinner, and you may just you may see someone or miss someone that mm-hmm. you like, oh, you know what, that could have been, that's somebody I need to talk to, because mm-hmm. you're on the phone. Yeah. You know, you might be at a show, you're on the phone, you miss something in a movie, you... You know, know how many times I've been around individuals that are on their phone and I'll say, hey, did you see that? Oh, no, what, what, what was that? Because you were on your phone. Yeah. And I've been that person. Absolutely. I've been guilty of it, you know. So I, I, I definitely believe in it's being a person. It's a time vacuum. It really it's is. It's a time vacuum. Yeah, if you just sit down and just watch how many, and just notate how oh, many yeah. times you look uh-huh. at your phone, 
it will blow your mind. And I think and I did that one time. It just blew my and mind. And it's a dopamine thing. It's a to- it's a dopamine addiction. And, and I was actually reading something. I was watching a video the other day about it, and it was talking about how your brain actually, I can't speak to this clinically. I just know that basically your brain overdoses on the dopamine, and you'll continue to go back to the cell phone. Like, you can only have so much released in a day or something. Like, your brain kind of maximizes. But if you go back to the phone looking for it, you will never get it again because your brain's done for the day, and you have to reset. And so that's why you keep checking it because you're looking for that thing, and it can't do it. So... Right. There's some more things we can do, but um, I was going to say something that reminded me there. Yeah. yeah. It's just, it's a time vacuum. Yeah. And I just, I'm, there were so many things you're missing out on. Yeah. And I quit social life. media. That's what I was going to say. I quit social media really? as well a while back, and I'm like, it changed my life. And then now I look at YouTube, and I'm very specific about what I look right. at. Like, unless it's research mm-hmm. or a positive meditation, mm-hmm. that's it. You know what I mean? So, I've glad you said something about meditation I've, I've actually started meditating that was one of the things Beautiful. I actually did I started once I actually got off social media I, I started to do morning meditation before I start my day Not always, it doesn't always happen every yeah. day but every week I try to make sure I do some kind of form yeah. more morning meditation it's just beautiful kind of just, just kind of block everything out mm-hmm. I'll turn on my YouTube uh, meditation music and just sit there for like 15 minutes and you would not believe how your day will begin or how your day will go by just taking just 10-15 minutes to just 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 reset yeah. and, and start your positive affirmations and things like that and it, it, it would transfer in your life my life has transformed it within a year I can't even count how many times I, I, I wrote down goals and I actually got them complete Yeah. and I, I remember having a vision board in the past and I'm seeing you're one you know, of my people I teach vision board you classes. do yeah. Yeah. so you do believe in vision board I so I remember writing things down on my vision board and I'm seeing things come to fruition but I, I, when I actually got off of social media I seen things come within a time period like okay this goal got accomplished last month okay on to the next goal yeah. you know and back you're one of my past, people I can't believe this I'm telling you <laughs> I, I, I mean I, I, when I first I wasn't a big fan of it at first because I was like man, it seems weird right? it does seem weird you know and I, I had people tell me man that don't work and I was like trust me it works <laughs> because it works. you're you're if you have it on your like in your refrigerator or something like some people, I tell them I say that's something that you should look at first thing you get up in the morning. Okay, that's my, that's my goal. Yeah, and you would not believe how your mind and your body and it, the universe yeah. starts you know bringing those things into your element because you're that's a part of your your go to. It's just like whatever you got to do for the day, whether you got to go pick up your kids or drop mm-hmm. them off, go to work, go to the grocery store. Mm-hmm. That that vision board is is going to align you in your it's life. True. And it transforms transfers you to being the person that you are to the person you want to be. That's exactly right. Mm-hmm. Um, so let, let me ask you: This is not on the thing. Are uh, we going to end up being able to do this again? Because we, we oh got yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, we, we, like, we talked about we talked about do, it. This will be a the part next two. one on joy. Like we should do inspiring joy or something like that. I love that. Because this way, because I have things I'm not able to get to. Because yeah, we're running yeah. out of time. I can already. Oh tell. yeah, you're you're fine. But no, like I told you when we first started this hopefully this is the first okay. <laughs> and then we you know okay. we come back and yeah, like, we got the there's some stuff I think people still would like to do oh, yeah. but meditation yeah let's do meditation I like yeah. That, okay? yeah yeah um, so you're so right um, 
If you can commit to meditation, it will change your life because what it does is it clears out the clutter. So where you pick up your cell phone, that's bringing in things that are not you. Right? right. That is not you. That's why the fear ingested. Did mm-hmm. I interrupt you? Were you done there? No, I'm okay. done. I'm done. I'm <laughs> and then like you're ingesting this fear. And then when you in meditation space, you're actually connecting to some force outside of you that's you. That's your true authentic self. But every time you come back to this social media and these these ingesting negative space, mm-hmm. it's confusion. It's total confusion. So that's why you have these scattered thoughts and things. So, um, okay, so one of the things I recommend is ISHQ. It's on YouTube. It's I-S-H-Q. It's a group. It's just basically music, and it is a Zen state music. I learned about it from another practitioner. And um, one of my favorite ones is Bhakti. It's B-H-A-K-T-I. Which I feel like that word actually means abundance. So why do you not need more abundance of that? And it is is cool sounds. And it's that one bhakti's 10 minutes. Okay. So they say um, if you can meditate 20 minutes a day, um, you can get there. I don't like to start people off. These probably most of our listeners haven't started meditating yet. So let's start baby steps, you know. And I'm big on if you you can try one minute today. One minute tomorrow, and try to build up to three minutes, kind of consistently for a week. Mm-hmm. Write down how you feel every day, and watch. In seven days, like you said, it changes your life, it but it does change your day. It does. And do you notice, like, if you ever skip it, that you're like, I can't go on. Like your day is totally wrecked. I have definitely noticed that. I'm like, why am I having? I know what I haven't meditated yeah. in a few days, and if I haven't meditated like in a week, and I've had kind of a rough week, and I was like, what? What has changed? I know my habit. My yeah. daily habit, you yeah. know, it's part of my daily routine. Yeah. Starting a routine for me and executing that routine daily has been something that has transitioned my life. Yeah. You know, so that's something I, I definitely recommend. You know, I love what you said, like doing it one minute a day, three, yeah. three minutes. Just, just try steps. and yeah. try. And then if you can do it like one minute in the morning and one minute night. But here's the thing about meditation. You cannot lay down. You will fall back asleep. And that is not true meditation. But the easiest way is just to focus on the breath, close the eyes and mm-hmm. just take in that breath. But if you lay down, you really do end up falling asleep because you will reach that space of just such relaxation that you will fall into sleepy time. (laughs) And that's okay, but we're trying to get you to kind of practice meditation in your day because it becomes part of you. And then you're like, this is who I am within. Mm -hmm. And that's where the yoga is too. Yoga is like that too. Um, But one minute a day. And if you turn on like something that you like on YouTube that has just a bunch of sounds, there can be so much benefit. That'll give you something to look forward to. Because a lot of times if you don't like something, you won't keep doing it. Like we don't like eating healthy because there's so many options of yucky foods or, or, you know, unhealthy foods. But if you can find something you do like that is healthy, then you'll have more of a tendency to create that as a positive habit. So I'm just encouraging you guys to just do one minute a day. Start. Just Just start start there. Just start there. I love it. Yeah. Let's talk about joyful jewelry. No, joyful jewelry. (laughs) So it's funny. I was asking him about how he got started, Zachary, about how he got started in this podcast world. And Mm -hmm. when he's getting that started, I'm doing joyful jewelry. Right. Um, So I do, I do, I don't do social media, but I did get, had to end up getting an Instagram account just because people asked me about it. Mm -hmm. And that's really the only way to reach out to people. So I do have an Instagram account. But, um, 
It is, um, it's not the prettiest pictures. I mean, okay. I'm working on my <laughs> photography. I met with a guy last week. I was like, I need to help to do this and all right. this. But so Joyful Jewelry um, became because of the pause on the planet with that shift we had. I was uh, unable to travel. I'm a big traveler. There's, I love going out of the country. Right. And um, same. Same. Yeah, I know. Like, and I'm like, I didn't get to do these things for two years. So somehow there was like a little bit of income. And so mom, mom calls, you know, mom, right? Moms mm-hmm. always know. And she's like, you know, I've been thinking, you made jewelry years ago. It was like seven or eight years ago. Mm-hmm. And it was really good. And I didn't think it was that good. Right. But she thought it was good. Right. And, you know, I was like, is she just being nice? And she wasn't. She was being authentic. And um, she... Got a little bit <laughs> <She was being laughs> yeah. And so she's like, I think you should think about doing it. So I, um, I started. I started. We went to a show that weekend. There was a show in Charlotte. And we went to the show and went and spent buku some money. You know, it's like, what in the world are we doing? And I'm like, I don't even know how to make any of this stuff. Like, I had no right. idea what I was doing. And so um, bought all this stuff and then just like started and it just kind of came to me. And then um, she's like, well, so now we have all this inventory. What are we going to do with it? Because I was making it as a creativity, you know, creativity um, way to kind of like relax therapy and um, an outlet. And so she said, um, she's like, well, we there's some shows around. We'll do some of the festivals. So we end up doing that. And then. We in, in the middle of that, I was like, I'm gonna put joyful intentions on each one. So each jewel piece of jewelry is all made. It's bracelets, necklaces, and earrings. I do lightweight earrings because women like don't want their earlobes pulled, and I do large clasp necklaces because everybody's got small fingers, or and we can't or we can't get the small clasp on. So I do large clasp, okay. and then we do um, bracelets. And um, they all have some meaning to them. They all have an intention. Okay. And um, they all have something. The person the person that gets it is what they need. That's what they need. That's how it wow. works, right? Okay. Well, um, so we get the jewelry going, and um, we, we end up doing, like, six shows. But the best part is all the people you meet. You meet these people, and there's always these funny stories. Mm-hmm. And you get to commune. And, um, like, men. Men love coming up to my table. Right. So, listen, men out there that you're listening, if you guys mm-hmm. have some recommendations of what you're looking for for jewelry I'm open to it because I think I'm going to do some men's stuff this year since I mean I had a handful that came up so and I think men need joyful intentions I right definitely they so, need <laughs> joyful intentions <laughs> so you guys can Instagram message me and you can let me know if you um, want some ideas because I'm open to it but um, what's the coolest stories is one of the best ones was we did one at a small local shop and these t- this mother and daughter walk up and they have just the sweetest spirits mm-hmm. and um, I didn't know very much about them they were t- you could tell they were a bit shy so of course I just like you know threw myself on him and started well what are you guys looking for you know I just started asking him and um she was the sweetest lady and she said well we just moved here and I told her about the jewelry because when they look at it they don't know there's a card that has joyful jewelry on the back or an intention on the back and um she oh thanks and so they read them and she's like this is what I needed and I didn't know what she meant, right? So it turns out this mother and daughter had just moved to town. They didn't know anybody. They were, like, kind of overwhelmed. It was just the two of them. And and it, whatever the message was, it was about how you're going to be okay no matter what. And so when I make this jewelry, I know it's for somebody. I just don't know who's going to take it, you know. And so there's always a really neat little thing. And then it was so sweet because they, and all my jewelry, by the way, is affordable. I don't have anything that's, like, 14 karat gold. So I try to make things people can afford. Okay. And um, I loved it because they just bought all the stuff. They didn't ask how much it was and they just walked away and I was like that's so wow. cool like they just needed cool. it you know, you know it's cute so you, your spirit just led you to make this jury <laughs> and then people 
that's, that's phenomenal. That's, that's, that well, I gotta tell you about phenomenal. part two, though. Are you Go ready? Okay. So, my mom's jewelry, her stretch bracelets sell a little bit more than mine because she's a bit more creative. Okay. So, over the, the course of a few months ago, I was like, she knows how to make other stuff. So, I started throwing some fake um, plant stuff at her. I was like, I think you need to make this. People like this. Ooh. So, now she's making um, some wreaths, which sound like well they're just wreaths no they're really spectacular so we're going to have part two this year we're going to have home decor with joyful intentions on them and she's made five that are striking so it's kind of like a mom and daughter it is it's turned into this rendezvous to say the least and we have met some really cool people but we've been in the rain people you guys i gotta tell you something about these festivals those people that set up those tents and those tables they work their booties off you have no idea and it we've been she got showered with a car went by the puddle was in the road totally showered right before we even got started with the oh, thing no. so i mean you have they have rain yeah. thunderstorms tornadoes right. those tents yeah it's a hard job those festivals oh, so I gratitude to all you guys out there i don't do but six a year yeah. <laughs> gratitude improves your attitude it does I, it really I does definitely believe that. okay so tell me um well first of all you just tell me about your thing about writing a book. Oh or yeah, in the middle say yeah. And I was going to tell people my Instagram account. Can oh, I tell yeah, them what that is? So it's Joy Jakubchek, which is J O Y, and then it's J A K U B as in boy, C H A K. So it's under Joy Jakubchek, and there's a um, joyful jewelry emblem on it. It is a pink lotus. So you'll see it. And find me and follow me. I'd love to have more followers. Find her and follow her. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm working on writing a book. Um, okay. I am um, very, my, my purpose in humanity I've discovered recently is that my job is to help people find their inner joy I because it that. exists and it's in there. But we are dormant sometimes when we're um, experiencing life. You know, you're dealing with your mother. Everybody's mm-hmm. got some kind of like anchor holding them back from like finding that space. Mm-hmm. And we're not alone, you know? Right. Um, but, I um, just be, became a writer and started, like, the joyful jewelry, the intentions. Those things really are what people needed. Right. And so I've started that, and um, I've, I've been writing probably for <laughs> seven or eight years. Okay. And it's um, it's there. I just, like, needed something. So this has been helpful for me to kind of get myself moving, hey, you know? You know, I'm, I'm, I'm happy to be a part <laughs> of Facilitating yeah. joy. Yeah. But I'll tell you, my goals are to... Um, my goals are to have it translated into multiple languages. Definitely want to be international because I know right. that it's not, it's a universal need. It's not just, you know, mm-hmm. South Carolina. It's not right. just Greenville Spartanburg. Mm-hmm. It's like universally everybody needs joy. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like I, my job is to scatter joy. It's my humanity. Like it's right. my job this lifetime. I've just discovered it, you know. I had that down right here, you know, made sure that you said that. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I just discovered that. I just, I mean, I feel very compelled and motivated to do it. and um, But I had to heal myself, you know, to be able to help others, right? Yeah. So that's been a journey within itself. Um, but, yeah, it's going to be a really good book. I'm hoping to make a couple out of it. And, yeah. um, and it's just going to help to help people facilitate that space that's there. Right. Well, before you leave the Amazon, Yay! Book, you I know, love that. You know, author to another future best-selling author. So I'm, I'm, I wish you nothing but the best. Thank you. you. Know, in, um, in all your endeavors that you're doing, this has definitely has been great. We we definitely got to do a part two of this. I think a, I think we gave people a lot of information. Yeah. I've got some more assignments that are even better than yeah. these. So this is a step yeah, one. Yeah, I think step one is. <laughs> I, I wanted to give them a little bit of time. Taste. I feel like my audience, you know, that's that's how they are. I, you know, just give them a little, little bit, bit. They, a little you bit know, a little bit at a time. Let yeah. them digest it. 
Okay, try. Because we, we also, like, the next one we need to do about my name. Because the name will oh, fall yeah. into that. So we'll do it next yeah, time. Though. Yeah, you know. We'll do a yeah. teaser just to get them excited. Yeah, let's, for the you know, one. see, you did kind of tell me that, you know, you have an interesting story behind the name Joy, you know. So, yeah, you guys don't have to t- t- <laughs> tune in again when I have Joy back on the show. Hopefully she, she enjoyed herself coming to the studio. <laughs> Everybody likes coming to the studio. Yeah, exactly. It's nice here. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. We've, we've come a long way. So, yeah. so I, I guess one it. minute a day for meditation. One minute a day. What else? And then know? also volunteering. Volunteering. Um, and I just encourage the ISHQ, ISHQ. Yeah, I got that. You, um, I got that on here. And just, I mean, I really am big on just people. And what are you um, ingesting? Make sure you're ingesting. ingesting. And the other talk. thing is, is I really want everybody to know, like, it is really important for you to know you're not alone. Like, there, you're not alone if you're sad right now. You're not alone if you know somebody who's really sad. There, you're not. There is. We're all really broken, and it's really. I feel sometimes like that's one of the biggest things about social media is it makes us feel like we're inadequate or that we should be looking like this picture or we should be. I need to be. I should be. I got to be. All these things. And you're exactly where you're supposed to be. And if you're sad, it's okay. And you just need to go there sometimes. And you got to allow it because it's part of your growth and part of your evolution of who you are. The soul has got to feel. And so when you look at other people. Don't think that they're perfect. They're not. They are experiencing just as much sadness as you are or just as much joy. And it just may not be at the same time. And, you know, at the end of the day, if you're really sad, just know you mean something to somebody. You mean something to a lot of people. You mean something to your family, your friends. You might even mean something to somebody at the grocery store. Just by you coming in and smiling at them, that means something. It really does. And so just, like, don't allow yourself to... to if you don't feel okay, just find somebody that's going to tell you you're okay. Because there are those people, and they want, they want to be your support system, just like Zachary has his support system. You, you just 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 stay with it and meditate, because that will help you heal, too. Amen to It that. really will. Amen to that. I, I definitely found it very, very helpful. So, um... Anything else that you want to you want us to know before we we start wrapping no, up? The first time, the, the first first episode. This is part one, number this twenty. This is part one. You know, one. yeah. And we're gonna get deeper into some joy because oh, I really yeah. am I'm motivated to help you guys find that because it's it's really small assignments to shift your entire universe because you know. No, I think that's all. Well, tell us, of course, give us the phone number again. For oh yeah, Greenbrook the phone TMS. number for Greenbrook TMS is 855 and Instagram is Joy, and then J A K U B C H A K. And if you want to ask me anything about Greenbrook, you can ask me on that DM through that too. I'm happy to take that there um, and, and respond if you need anything because we're here to help. I mean, we are. we're here to help each other. That's all we're meant to do. But um, we are a really good option for you if you need something. Awesome. Awesome. I appreciate you guys having me. It's been oh, fun. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we appreciate you coming on and taking time. I know we, we, we had. One conversation, you know, do a, a highly recommended source. Oh, <laughs> the yeah. pieces will we'll get will we maybe uh, kind of bring up that story <laughs> in the next time we yeah. actually get together. Yeah. You know, to let you know how the energy that he brings is phenomenal. <laughs> and um, and like I said, he's the he, he's the reason why I even put this together. You know, and the success is through his diligence. Just like, hey man, you just don't know how many people you're impacting, and this it's and that. True. I was like, oh, wow, it's okay, true. you know. And I'm like, I just come in and just get on the mic and do what yeah. I do, you know. But uh, I, I truly appreciate you having um, you coming and you know sitting down and having this dialogue with us and conversation, and uh, just sharing some things that we can take with us and 
you know, this is just hopefully just first of many. You know, <laughs> I, I have you come on the show. Yeah. And, um, you know, I wish you nothing but the best Thank in everything you. you're doing. You too. You know, you know <laughs> I, if, it's, if there's nothing else, you know, I appreciate you you coming on. Yeah. Hopefully you all share, subscribe, and like the TMI podcast hosted by Maverick Ice. And until next time, y'all be good and be good at it. <laughs>